0: Today on d d Outdoors, what's happening with bow hunting on the land down under? Record blue catfish, mange affecting bears in Virginia, and lots more hunting and fishing news coming up here on d d Outdoors. DD Outdoors is brought to you by Headline Outdoors. Download Headline Outdoors on Roku or Amazon Fire TV today and watch Season 3, which new episodes airing every week. It is also brought to you by Southwestern Outdoorsman, Currently running 15% off all Bison products with code BISON. Head on over to www.southwesternoutdoorsman.com and get yours today. Welcome back, everybody, to D&D Outdoors. Today on the show, we have a record-breaking catfish. We're going across the world to talk about what's happening in Australia. Didn't see that one coming, I bet. And if you are on a hump bighorn sheep, it's one of those tags we always talk about that are really hard to get, well, we can talk about the bighorn sheep draw that's happening out in North Dakota and many more. How are you doing tonight? This is our first night episode. So yeah, if you don't know, it is about 11 o'clock where Dustin's at and about 8 o'clock where I'm at. So yeah, we are burned to midnight oil tonight on this recording. That's right. How you doing tonight, Dustin? I'm
1: tired, man. It's past okay. my
0: bedtime. Yeah, I feel you. Eight o'clock's my bedtime. So it's probably way, it's way past your bedtime for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. So we're gonna start out. If you have not, we had well, I had an unfortunate Facebook hacking incident, which took down our DD Outdoor Podcast Facebook since it was connected to my account. So if you haven't, please go like our Facebook. It is D&D Outdoor Podcast. It's the same. Um, it's just the ones, it's the only one you can find now, actually. The old one has been taken down. Um, so yeah, just look up D&D Outdoors on Facebook and you'll see our lovely logo. A new world record elk is our most recent post. Hope that probably will change by the time you listen to that. Our new possible world record elk. And yeah, it's always fun with technology. At least this time, though, unlike my Instagram, Facebook, it worked with me and at least let me back my personal one to get everything reset up. I guess that's it.
1: It's I guess, a pain to have to go through all that stuff again.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially, especially we were building lots of momentum. But I mean, I guess we spend money with Facebook. They like to help you out a little bit, get you back on somehow. Yeah, I think
1: We had hit. What, 2000, right when that happened?
0: Yeah, right when it happened, we were wiped out. So I did a smart thing. I'm not gonna tell you how I made this new page, but this way it should be hack-proof, hopefully. I hope that's, so. that's the goal, that's the goal on this one. Well, we will we'll start out here across the pond in Australia. The, in Australia, there's some idiots doing idiot things that hunters are now getting backlash for. Um, in Victoria and South Australia, the uh, an idiot shot a seal with a bow and arrow, and they found the seal dead with an arrow sticking out of it. And being the irrational people that the environmentalists are, such as the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty of Animals and others, Australia, is now planning to ban bow hunting.
1: Oh, I thought you was going to tell me the dude had his name and address on the arrow.
0: Nope. Nope. Even <laughs> I w- I wish they don't know who did it, but the uh, minister Susan Close has confirmed she simply plans to ban bow hunting because of this. The minister they said, because of being the push from those animal rights groups out over there, I guess they're everywhere in this world, um, bow hunting they are planning to push out. She's only heard from the media is that the hunters don't wish to be deprived of bow hunting. And the Australian Deer Hunting Association has asked to meet with her, which she has not. The RSPCA, which is the Royal Society of Protection Something Animals, is driving force behind this idea Boat hunting is widely accepted. This is all according to an Australian newspaper um, over in Australia and New South Wales, Victoria. There's apparently a lot there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I think knowing how, just hearing how this is going and this fact that it's made it to this part of the country, I think it's a very good chance that boat hunting will be banned in Australia, unfortunately.
1: Do they have, are they, are guns outlawed
0: there? Um, guns guns aren't outlawed there. Um, let me see. Let's see what the gun laws are. Um, simply because um, I know you can hunt in Australia. Like they have water belt, they have water buffalo hunting. I think you could do. They have sandbar deers, I believe, as well. Um, as well as they have they have hunting out there, duck and other stuff as well. Um. So I don't think guns are completely banned, but let's see here. Let's see what, I'm gonna pull up a gun policy, see what they have to say about guns. Oh, geez, that, that's literally all their laws. Australia, okay. So yeah, guns definitely aren't outlawed there, but guns are very well governed there, it sounds like, just from what I'm reading. Um, I'm sure it's similar to what people hope to want to accomplish here, but I believe that nothing like two, two should see here. In Australia, let's see the infection. It, in 1996, a national agreement on firearms, all but prohibited automatic and semi-automatic cycles, 650, so they saw an uptick in 2017 in guns, but it doesn't look like they're really, they can have like rifles and shotguns looks. So it doesn't look like what are considered a quote unquote high capacity guns, whatever they wish to define that as over there. <laughs>
1: a high capacity gun could be any gun, really. I mean, you
0: mm-hmm. go back to a muzzle loader thing. <laughs> You can load, load that muzzleloader fast enough. You can shoot pretty quick, especially with the... I, I'm not going down that road. I don't want to give them any more ideas of what to band here or what they want to try to band out here, you know? Man, wild times. You know, I didn't expect... You know, in New Australia, they've had some crazy things with hunting in the past where I think they, they've limited duck season very much lately in duck hunting and just just things like that. Um And nine almost every animal in Australia is considered an invasive species because Australia didn't have many species of animals that were all brought over when it was, I guess, settled officially. And where so did they, kangaroo come from? Well, like kangaroos and like dingoes and the uh, Tasmanian tiger are natural, but like water buffaloes, sandbar deers, frogs and things like that. I guess they have a really bad like camels, they have like a really bad feral cat population with each wild stuff. Like you see online, like there's like people out there that are like professional cat hunters and they get paid a lot of money to go out and just hunt cats. Which they get some big cats out there. Don't they do
1: that with the uh, kangaroos as well?
0: I'm not sure about that.
1: I thought I'd okay. heard something about they have hunters going out and and popping a few kangaroos and taking them to a slaughterhouse.
0: Maybe. Ordinary, it's illegal to kill, by or prevent, possess kangaroos in Australia. However, sponsored growing kangaroo population government permits license holders to call or shoot kangaroos. So, yes, it has. It seems like it's fairly new, though, um, out there. So, um, interesting. So, yeah, but, I th- but mainly outside of that, I mean, I don't know, I think there's some places. We do want to hunt kangaroos. Um, there's places in America. I'm pretty sure you can hunt them down in Texas. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure I've you read don't on that.
1: To go out there and punch one like that dude did.
0: Those things are crazy. I was never like those crazy rip kangaroos you see. It's like, oh my goodness. You don't expect like things you see at the zoo are nothing compared to those things. Those things, I see a kangaroo coming at me. I'm going the other way. That's for have damn you, sure. Have
1: you seen that clip of the kangaroos At the dude's dog, and he runs out there and sucker punches the kangaroo to get the kangaroo to let the dog go.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be. I would be. Um. I. I just. I'm just gonna say I wouldn't be man enough to go and mess with the kangaroo. I mean, Australian people though, they're a different breed down under. Still big ass spiders and snakes. It's like Arizona on steroids. I feel when you see the stuff that happens (laughs) down there, you know. We have some crazy stuff, they got everything's coming after you down there. It seems like you always see some wild stuff, it seems like on the internet. Like all those spiders that come out during the floods and stuff, absolutely
1: ridiculous.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on what's happening out there in Australia. Um, yeah. If you want to hunt bighorn sheep, North Dakota has five bighorn sheep licenses available and 19,429 hunters have applied for that those five sheep tags that is roughly one in every 4,900 person will be getting drawn a tag (laughs) that is
1: is is, are they putting money in on that
0: yeah so i I, it's like just you have to apply i'm not sure exactly what the fee is um for it uh the, the the um Problem with the bighorn sheep in North Dakota. I don't know the last time they've really been hunted. I mean, obviously last year, but it's I feel a fairly new, if I remember right, hunt um, because of, they had a big ammonia outbreak out there about a couple of years ago that wiped out most of their sheep population. Um, according to this, the state goal is 600 bighorn sheep, and they're currently sitting at a population of 450. Um, so. Three of the four licenses are hunting units north, and then the fourth license will be the south of the, which is south of the highway of the 194, and then the fifth one, of course, is going to the um, Bighorn Sheep Society out there to be auctioned off, so it'll be interesting to see how much that tag goes for. Um, The season actually does start up in a couple weeks, October 28th, and runs through the end of the year. So, I mean, you should have a good chance if you do manage to get one of these tags to get a sheep. You'll have plenty of time. I don't – I mean, I guess the big sheep probably push down to winter. I don't really – North Dakota doesn't seem like a fun place to be into wintertime, though. (laughs) You know. So, oh, Lord. So, yeah, good luck if you're a hunter it will be fun to see what happens i wish i remembered to put in for that just because i like to put in for those random tags just for fun donate some more money to game and fish departments out there um and yeah we will be right back from a quick word from our lovely friends over at pure pro whether you're hunting fishing scouting Sitting down for long periods of times just really takes it out of you. Your back is sore, your body is sore. You're gonna have to leave your tree stand or blind early just because you are not comfortable. Well, let's change that our PurePro. PurePro is making an avid hunter, outdoor enthusiast, some most comfortable products out there in the market. You can be able to sit for long periods of times and not have a sore back or body. Mate right here in the USA, Get your Pure Pro products today at www.purpro.com. That is www.pur-pro.com today. PurPro Pro is the best comfortable pad out there while you're hunting. Actually, a true story. My dad had a muzzleloader hunt three weeks ago and for elk, and he had sciatic nerve issues, so he couldn't really walk much. So he'd walk and instead of sitting on the ground, he used the Pure Pro pad and he said that saved him. You know, we couldn't really do much hiking, but just that pad for him to sit on and get off his legs, he loved it. So if you have any, even sciatic nerve issues, it will help you a lot when it comes to hunting. Um, so yeah, definitely get yourself a PurePro. Pro.
1: Yeah, it's, we did the youth hunt two weekends ago now? I think so. Somebody forgot his pad. <laughs> That's all you heard is him swapping around in the tree just trying to get comfortable. It's like, I'm comfortable over here, man.
0: Yeah, I got my peer pro.
1: I <laughs> will teach oh. him how to forget that no more.
0: Yeah, teach him his lesson on that. <laughs> oh, Lord, that is funny. Oh, man. Well, looks like out your way, you're having an issue with mange with
1: your bears? Yeah, I get these random emails from the uh, game commission, and you open it up, and it looks like a werewolf <laughs> looking at you, but then they get to talking about it. it's They're having mange issues. Uh, roughly, it says, since 2014, the DWR is monitoring the mange issue here in Virginia with Black Bear. Interesting. Uh, It's a skin disease caused by a mite that affects many wild and domestic animals. Uh, Mountain counties from Frederick to Savannah, Shenandoah. Uh, Since 2018, reports have increased in frequency and geographic spread. Uh, It's confirmed in 18 counties. The public can play a key role in helping the DWR understand and manage this disease. And then they give you a link and another picture of a werewolf.
0: And And
1: it's their hotline where if you witness it, uh, DWR asks anyone who sees a bear showing signs of mange or a werewolf. To take a photo, note your exact location, take a GPS coordinates if possible, and submit this information to the Virginia Wildlife uh, help, helpline at VA uh, Wildlife Conflict at USda.gov or call one 571 9003 and we'll put all that stuff in the uh, description of the podcast here anyway, so. Yeah, I've
0: never, I've never seen a black bear. We've seen Coyote out here with Mage a couple of times. Do you, um, is that in any of your counties by you?
1: Uh-uh.
0: No. That'll be interesting. So yeah, definitely if you're in Virginia, keep a lookout for those bears. They report not retorn manges. It's a nasty thing. I actually, it was funny. Going back to my dad's elk hunt, we were talking to these hunters that we were hunting with, and there's, it's just the black research reminded me of this. There's a old, uh, oh crap, uranium mines up in one of the units by us and one of the hunters actually shot a bear with a cancer tumor on the side of it from the game they, because they'd done they somehow the bear they, the biologist figured out um broke into one of the uranium mines and denned there for the winter and it came out and had a huge just mass of cancer on it and i guess when they shot it they walked up to the bear they didn't want to touch it at all and the biologist had to sent all these pictures to and the biologist like no it's safe just bring the bear to us and We'll take care of the rest.
1: And when they brought it to them, they came out to build them in the old suit and all, didn't
0: they? I don't know. We didn't get that far. They just said they eventually got their skull back from gaming fish. So, oh, Lord. And we have another record fish, as you can see. This time it is a blue Tennessee man was surprised with a, over 100 pound blue catfish. This thing is huge here. As you can see, my body's in the middle of it all, but it is, you can see it's it's a pretty big one. Over 100 pounds is caught, 118.7 to be exact, the Cumberland River last month. This picture's from the Tennessee Department of Wildlife Facebook page. Um, Crazy thing is about this catfish, which is pretty awesome, um, the Angler managed to keep it alive, took it to game and fish. They waited on the only scale they could find, which was a butcher scale. And it is now released back into the river. So, yeah. So there is a possibility. If you are in the Cumberland River area, give it a couple weeks, you might be having a new state record after you catch this one. Tennessee anglers can legally harvest one catfish over 34 inches, but that's pretty awesome that he released it. I mean, I don't know if he released it because that thing just looks like a pain to try to chop up. Probably get some good catfish nuggets out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: they came big ones like that aren't good eating.
0: They aren't good eating. Eat too much junk. No, I don't
1: are poor stories about what they the biologists find in the stomach to them.
0: <laughs> find arms, chihuahuas, who knows.
1: Uh... How you want to put this? uh, I ain't sure how to put this, so we'll just do all PG here, and uh, it was condoms.
0: Oh! Uh, At least, oh my God. people are some other sex toys. (laughs) I think I see where we're going with this. Catfish are getting frisky down under. <laughs> oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Well, thank you all for listening to us here at DD Outdoors. Remember, go like our new Facebook page. We're going to be linked in the description of this podcast, um, as well as it's relinked in the link tree on our Instagram. And, you know, we will be back. I hope everybody's having a great hunting season so far. Dustin just disappeared off camera. That if you're watching us on YouTube, he leaned a little bit too far back to drink that Coke but we hope you all have a great rest of your day If you're going to bed like Dustin and i are i hope you have some sweet dreams oh so awesome. what is it you're disappearing Ooh, that sounds good
1: y'all have that out there
0: no never even heard of it it's a
1: it's made in north carolina it, it's it's hard to find but when you do find it it is
0: good you gotta get it well yeah, it looks tasty. I thought it was a Coke at first with that red bottle. <sighs> but yeah, thank you all listeners for so much. Like us on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast at. Give us five stars and have a great rest of your day. If you're heading to work, it will be over soon.